Welcome to the Real Estate Exam Podcast. We have a new series of audio lessons out covering the state of Ohio for the Real Estate Salesperson Exam for the state of Ohio. The total length of this new series of audio lessons is 9 hours and 20 minutes long, and I'm going to be sharing with you a portion of each of those lessons, probably about a quarter to one-third of each of those lessons I'm going to be sharing with you for you to decide if it makes sense for you to buy the full series of audio lessons. The full series of audio lessons are available at the website reexampodcast.com. So after listening to these samples of the lessons, if it makes sense for you, go to the website and purchase the full bundle of audio lessons. So right now we have audio lessons for California, Florida, Georgia, Ohio, Texas, Virginia, and Washington. And we are now working on Arizona. So if you are in one of those states and you're looking for a series of audio lessons, we do have sample lessons available at the website that you can listen to, or you can listen to this podcast and go back in this podcast and listen to the sample lessons for those states. Eventually, we hope to get all 50 states, but that's going to take a while. I need to caution you when you buy audio lessons that you should not rely entirely on audio lessons to prepare you for the real estate exam. Most states require that you actually have classroom attendance in order to take the real estate exam or a certain requirement of education before you can even sit for the exam. These audio lessons are simply intended as a supplement for your learning to let you learn while you're driving, exercising, wandering around, and not being forced to sit at a desk or in a chair and read material or stare at a computer screen. That's the intention of these audio lessons. If they make sense for you, buy the full bundle of lessons. Again, the website is reexampodcast.com. This podcast is brought to you by the SIEpodcast.com. The SIEpodcast.com website provides you with audio lessons for you to prepare for the securities industry's essentials examination. If you are selling real estate, there may come a time when you need to get licensed to sell securities. The first step in becoming licensed to sell securities is to pass The first step in becoming licensed is to pass the Securities Industries Essentials Exam. That is the base exam before you can take the other securities exams. And the next exam you would take after passing the Securities Industries Essentials Exam, or just the SIE exam, would be probably the Series 7 exam. But before you can even sit for the Series 7 exam, you need to pass the SIE exam. So if sometime in your career you need to prepare and pass the securities industries examinations, the licensing examinations, check out our podcast. We'll give you some sample lessons there to see if that works for you. And that website is siepodcast.com. The total length, by the way, of those SIE exam lessons is 36 hours and 53 minutes. It's a substantial examination, much more difficult than the real estate examinations. And if you just want to learn about securities so you understand securities, it's a very, very, very good audio course for you to study. All right.
back to our lesson. Welcome to the Real Estate Exam Podcast. We have a new series of audio lessons out covering the state of Ohio for the Real Estate Salesperson Exam for the state of Ohio. The total length of this new series of audio lessons is 9 hours and 20 minutes long, and I'm going to be sharing with you a portion of each of those lessons, probably about a quarter to one-third of each of those lessons I'm going to be sharing with you for you to decide if it makes sense for you to buy the full series of audio lessons. The full series of audio lessons are available at the website reexampodcast.com. So after listening to these samples of the lessons, if it makes sense for you, go to the website and purchase the full bundle of audio lessons. So right now we have audio lessons for California, Florida, Georgia, Ohio, Texas, Virginia, and Washington. And we are now working on Arizona. So if you are in one of those states and you're looking for a series of audio lessons, we do have sample lessons available at the website that you can listen to, or you can listen to this podcast and go back in this podcast and listen to the sample lessons for those states. Eventually, we hope to get all 50 states, but that's going to take a while. I need to caution you when you buy audio lessons that you should not rely entirely on audio lessons to prepare you for the real estate exam. Most states require that you actually have classroom attendance in order to take the real estate exam or a certain requirement of education before you can even sit for the exam. These audio lessons are simply intended as a supplement for your learning to let you learn while you're driving, exercising, wandering around, and not being forced to sit at a desk or in a chair and read material or stare at a computer screen. That's the intention of these audio lessons. If they make sense for you, buy the full bundle of lessons. Again, the website is reexampodcast.com. Welcome to this lesson entitled Real Estate Investing. In this lesson, we will be talking about all sorts of topics, including risk versus return, some of the questions that investors ask, capital gain versus capital losses, appreciation versus depreciation, the different kinds of real estate investments, the advantages of real estate investing, the disadvantages of real estate investing, types of investments, and finally, a few other vocabulary words that you're going to need. So let's go ahead and get started. My first topic is the idea of risk versus return. Every time that you make an investment in something, there is a degree of risk. That means there is a chance that you're going to lose your money. You're going to not make money and instead lose money. That's the risk that you run. And there's a and the word for making money is return, the return on investment, or sometimes even just called your ROI, your return on investment. What do you get back from what you invested? You make the investment, some time goes by, hopefully you get a return from it. So there's a relationship between risk and return. Typically, the safer the investment is, the more slowly it gains in value. So if you have something that is not likely to 
be risky, it's not likely to lose your money, then it's going to grow much slow, more slowly in value. This is something like a, a savings account. It's something that is extremely low risk. There's very little chance that you're going to lose your money, but the return on that is also very low. You get paid some interest, but it's typically not very much. And so that the risk is low, the return is low as well. Then we have on the flip side that the riskier the investment is, the more quickly it typically gains in value. So more risk, more return. More risk, more reward. Sometimes you hear it said that there's some things that are a lot riskier. Let's say investing in the stock market. And the stock market is pretty risky. You go up and can go down. You can lose your money pretty quickly, actually, if things go wrong. But you can also make a lot of money. If you invest in just the right stock while the stock price is low and then the stock price skyrockets and all of your shares are worth a whole bunch more, then you're in business. You will make a lot of money. So that is how that works. This podcast is brought to you by the SIEpodcast.com. The SIEpodcast.com website provides you with audio lessons for you to prepare for the securities industry's essentials examination. If you are selling real estate, there may come a time when you need to get licensed to sell securities. The first step in becoming licensed to sell securities is to pass the first step in becoming licensed is to pass the securities industry's essentials exam. That is the base exam before you can take the other securities exams. And the next exam you would take after passing the securities industry's essentials exam, or just the SIE exam, would be probably the Series 7 exam. But before you can even sit for the Series 7 exam, you need to pass the SIE exam. So if sometime in your career you need to prepare and pass the securities industries examinations, the licensing examinations, check out our podcast. We'll give you some sample lessons there to see if that works for you. And that website is siepodcast.com. The total length, by the way, of those SIE exam lessons is 36 hours and 53 minutes. It's a substantial examination, much more difficult than the real estate examinations. And if you just want to learn about securities so you understand securities, it's a very, very, very good audio course for you to study. All right, back to our lesson. My next topic is talking about a few investment questions. That means what are some questions that investors typically ask before they make an investment? One of those is how much management does this investment require? Because a lot of investments, you can't just sit there when it's property. They ha you have to maintain the property in some way. For example, if you are investing in a group of condos, let's say you want to buy this entire building full of condos and then sell them off or rent them out to different lessees. You can't just wash your hands of it and say, oh, I'm done. I sold them all off. Uh, you, as the owner of the building, then you have certain obligations. You, ha you need to go ahead and provide maintenance and provide... The so the day-to-day -day upkeep of these condos. Somebody's got to take the rent. Somebody's got to deal with complaints. Somebody's got to deal with contracts for new people and people leaving. And so it's really important to decide whether that's something you want to take on or not. So some people decide that they want to do that themselves. Some people then decide they want to hire somebody else to do that. In this case, name called a property manager, where they just hire somebody, they pay them a salary, and then they take care of all the things from maintenance to collecting rent to signing new contracts. And then the investor just makes the profits. So that's 
one thing that investors have to ask themselves before they go ahead and invest in something. So are they willing to put up with all of the maintenance that it's actually going to require? The next is how involved do they want to be in the investment. So if you are, is it the kind of investment that you have to do a lot of things on a continuous basis, or is it one that you can just set it and forget it, so to speak? Like if you're playing the stock market, you probably you have to watch things a little more closely. You want to see when the market's going down so you can sell low, and then you can go ahead and try to sell when the, the market is up again. So how much do you want to be involved? And then how in Another question they ask is, how easy is it to recover your invested resource or how liquid is it? So when you're talking about investing in land or real property of some sort, it's not very easy typically to recover your resource. You have to um, go ahead and sell it and, and go through all the paperwork and all the hassle that that requires and the closing costs and so on and so forth. So it's important to think about that. So if you're using your investment to get it back out quickly, you need to invest in something that you can do that more easily, such as shares of stock. That doesn't take all that much to go ahead and turn it back into spendable money. You just have to sell off your shares through a broker and there you are. But something like property, it's going to take a lot of time and effort in order to turn that back into money. Now, I want to talk about the difference between a capital gain and a capital loss. So a capital gain simply means that after you bought a piece of property, you had it for however long you had it, and then you go ahead and sell it off again. If you make a capital gain, that means that you sold it for a higher price than you originally bought it for. You made some money on the sale. However, if you have a capital loss, that means that you didn't recover your original cost. So let's say you bought a piece of property for $300,000. You have it for a number of years and down the road, you sell it for $400,000. And if you've done that, then you've made a capital gain because you sold it for more than you bought it for. And then a capital loss happens though, if say you only sold it for $250,000 down the road, there's a slump in the market and that didn't work, then you're out of luck there. You had a capital loss. And there are other things that you need to take into consideration there, such as different improvements that you made into the property, different investments you made into the property, how the property depreciates, and so on and so forth. So, But that's the overall picture of what that means. So if you have a capital gain, you get a capital gain from making money off the property when you sell it, or you have a capital loss when you don't make money. And so people just have to do that, say they're getting foreclosed upon, and let's say they have to move and they... Thanks for listening. If you like these lessons, if it makes sense for you to buy the full series of the Ohio Salesperson Real Estate Exam audio lessons, the total length of those lessons is 9 hours and 20 minutes in length. There are 20 individual lessons, including three review sessions. The website is reexampodcast.com. Best of luck in your career.